0: This is an RNZ podcast. In breaking news this morning, social media giant Facebook has followed through on its threat, restricting people in Australia from viewing news content. Let's go to Nine's Federal Politics reporter Fiona Willen in Canberra. Fee, good morning to you. It's a big development. What does it mean for users?
1: That was how Australian viewers of the Channel 9 breakfast show today found out on Thursday morning that Facebook all of a sudden had cut itself off as an avenue for sharing Australian news. In a blog post, Facebook announced it will no longer allow Australian publishers and news outlets to share or post any news content. Facebook users in Australia, including of course New Zealand expats, can't now view or share local or international news either. And international publishers can still post news, but it can't be shared or linked to by users across the Tasman. Now, there was no public announcement of this, no media conference where the news media could question it, and it was announced online in the early hours of the morning while most people in this part of the world were fast asleep. So after years of building a preeminent position as a digital distributor of news, why would Facebook do that? Channel 9's reporter Fiona Willen explained that this was the tech giant's unilateral response to the Australian government's news media bargaining code, which will oblige digital platforms to pay for the news they distribute when it becomes law shortly. Facebook is calling the Australian government's bluff. So this morning, if you visit a news site, an Australian news site, via the social media platform, uh, you'll find there are no posts. You can't view or share news articles. Uh, Facebook says it's done this with a heavy heart uh, in response to the Australian government's proposed media bargaining laws. So those are passing through Parliament with widespread support. Uh, The government has been trying to find a way to make tech giants pay for Australian-generated news content that they use but the consequences of Facebook's action and the inconsistencies showed up almost immediately. On Thursday afternoon, the ABC reported that posts from the Bureau of Meteorology had disappeared, along with posts from satire sites. And the ABC's radio Australia said that its Pidgin language show One Talk, made by and for Pacific Islanders, is now inaccessible in the Pacific. And... Even Facebook's own Facebook page has removed content for Australian readers. Meanwhile, a horrified Channel 10 political reporter discovered this. State health departments have been cut off from Facebook in the middle of a pandemic. In response to that, Facebook said we will reverse any pages that are inadvertently impacted. Again, they said so in a written statement sent out electronically from HQ. You'll struggle to find any sound or vision of an actual warm human body from Facebook explaining any of this to the public via the media. But while Facebook is withdrawing from Australian news by withdrawing it from Australian Facebook users, the big beast of search has been cutting deals with major news providers in Australia to get around the news media bargaining code. Google's showcase deals will pump millions of dollars into the bigger companies creating Australian news, such as Seven West Media and Rupert Murdoch's News Corp. The latter deal fueled suspicions that Rupert Murdoch's lobbying was a crucial factor in persuading the Morrison government to confront Google and Facebook over paying for news in the first place and It's not the first time that government intervention in the media market in Australia has benefited the big established players in publishing and broadcasting and their mogul owners like Rupert Murdoch, Kerry Stokes, and the late Kerry Packer. Google isn't likely to do big deals for its news showcase product over the Tasman with smaller outlets or startups. Now, both Facebook and Google have had complicated relationships with the news media over recent years, increasingly antagonistic as the share of digital advertising captured by those platforms grew at the news outlet's expense. And to manage this, the Facebook News Project was set up in 2017. And in 2018, Facebook appointed a head of news partnerships for Australia and New Zealand Andrew Hunter. Now back then he told MediaWatch that Facebook was committed to journalism in this region.
0: There has been a realisation that uh, news is um, is incredibly important to uh, the audience, to the ecosystem uh, and to people on Facebook. Uh, it's also really important to society. Society needs a, uh, a fully functioning fourth estate. And Andrew Hunter went on to tell Media Watch this. Everyone is incredibly passionate about making, um, you know, media work, making news work on Facebook um, and making, um, you know, Facebook work for the news industry as well. Um, it is not a, a cynical ploy at all and there is um, no cynicism in this with this group of people who are working on this uh, on this program of work for the news industry. But that passion and that mission wasn't enough to
1: dissuade the higher-ups at Facebook evidently from taking the nuclear option in its high-stakes game of paying for news. Just last month, Andrew Hunter was hailing the success of more than 20 industry partners, including some New Zealand media outlets, and growing their revenue and audiences against the odds in 2020, the year of COVID-19. But now, many who rely on Facebook for audience in Australia will have a hard time holding on to it, and they probably aren't feeling much like industry partners of Facebook right now. So why spend time, money and PR capital mending fences with the news media with the Facebook journalism project only to burn the fences down in the middle of the night three years later? Well, Media Watch wanted to ask Andrew Hunter for comment about this, but he advised by email that our request had been forwarded to the Facebook press team and the team hasn't been in touch with us yet. In 2019, New Zealand's biggest news publisher Stuff quit advertising on Facebook, partly because of its role in live-streaming the Christchurch mosque atrocity and the amplification of hateful extremism, as Stuff put it. Stuff also paused posting on Facebook and Facebook-owned Instagram in July, and its new owner Sinead Boucher told us last year they did that partly because they felt Facebook was also becoming too dominant in digital advertising and not contributing enough to news. In fact, Facebook, she said, had never reached out to them now others offshore may now walk away from the outlet that's now walked away from news in australia the media world is watching this and taking note and so too are governments including ours which have said they've been monitoring australia's bid to force the tech giants to pay for news